Oh, are we a doo-wop group? Yeah. <laughs> is that yeah. what it is? Doo-wop. Why did we say doo-wop and then started singing yeah, the Hansons? <laughs> Why is, is uh, that a thing? Because that's the Hanson song. I know, but we said doo-wop group. That's Oom-bop. That's oh. Oom-bop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I thought it was doo-wop. wrong. Doo-wop is like... Doo-wop. Hey, that would be just as cool. So many 90s babies right there just like, hey, doo-wop. Oh, the Hansons. Somewhere, some, somewhere there is one of my relatives rolled over. Rolled over in their grave, just like, right. oh good god. They're pissed. Mm-hmm. Were you recording? Yeah. Yes, that was, that was it. That was a great way to start the end. The oh, awesome. All right. Uh, you're, not, you're not familiar with that famous doo group, the Hansons, are you? <laughs> we the haven't even introduced ourselves and we're already messing up lyrics. Yeah. Um, well, we have the, uh, the normal crew plus. Oh, we're doing that? Ooh, are we going to start with the drum roll for our oh, guests? Wow. So, yeah. we go around. Oh. Uh, as per usual, we did no lead up to be prepared, really. Uh, so, introduce yourself and tell us what you're drinking and anything else that's interesting about you. Hi, my name is Michael. And I am drinking Lagunitas IPA. Mm. And I have nothing interesting what? about myself. This is true. It is. It's been confirmed. Okay, all right. Great that we have such an interesting guest. Well, one thing that's interesting about Michael, probably the most interesting thing about him, is that he used to live with us. Oh, yeah. So, uh, we all... That is. The rest of the people here all live together, and Michael used to live here before Jed did. I'm the new Michael. Uh, yes. That's right. We don't say that. I'm the better Michael. We as in me. Whoa. Michael. So since I started talking about might as well introduce myself as well. My name is Day. I'm the token female. Uh, and Luna. Oh, yeah. I, I'm the... also a dog, apparently. And this is Jet again. Hi, Jet again. Hi, Jet again. <laughs> Jet yep. again. Jet again. Jet again. Yep. All right. That'll the be Jet again. Known as you. Jet again. And this is James. This is the sound of my voice. I've always wanted to say that. Really? No. That's an aspiration since, of yours? Since five minutes ago. Oh, okay. I'm glad yourself. we were able to help you fulfill that dream. Yes. From five minutes ago. Oh, and I am drinking a little something, something. Oh, yeah. I didn't. Yeah. None of us followed the, our own Michael rules did. except for the uh, guests. I did. Jed, uh, again. And uh, <laughs> Jed, I am <laughs> drinking, also I'm drinking Lagunitas IPA, so. Um, uh, that's IPA. That's not a little something, something. It's not a little something, something. Um, he said it the same as me. As says Michael. So. Follow oh, along. Follow yes. along. The same as Michael. So I am drinking the same beer as Michael. Not James. James is That's drinking me. a little something, something. Thank you. And I'm Dave? doing, I'm uh, keeping it local. I'm doing a Santa Clara Valley Brewing New Almaden Red Imperial Red Ale. It's delicious and it's down the street. It's probably, if I had to guess, 1.3 miles away. Can I ask? Down the road? Really? If it's an Almaden yeah. Red, they... why does it have to say Red Ale? That seems counterintuitive. And where do they well, brew? New Almaden Red is the name of the beer, Imperial Red Ale is the type of ale. Just and like where? Little Sutton is the name of the beer, but that's not the type of beer. Uh, in Santa Clara. Valley, in Santa Clara. I've never been to this uh, establishment. Well, it's in it's technically in San Jose, but it's by uh, Spartan Stadium in the industrial area. Is it right next to... Have you to... been to Hermitage? I have I not. I say, is it right next to... Have you to been to Strike? No. Yes, I've been to Strike. So it's you kind of near zero. there. I've been They're to sort of in a row. Got it. In that okay. area. Yeah. I went to... Have you guys been to Taplands in Santa Clara? Taplands? Yeah. No. So it's in Santa Clara, right around the corner from the school, Santa Clara University. And it's a combination of like, they have a bunch of different beers on tap. They have food. Uh, and then they also have uh, fridges with like really kind of fun, you know, hard to find beers from like all over. I love fun fridges. I, you yeah. know, fun fridges are the best, especially they, when they're filled with beer. They decorated Yep, Very yep, nicely. Yep. Googly yeah. eyes. Googly eyes. Googly eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're googly. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's, it's good. Uh, definitely the kind of place you don't want to drive to. You want to take a. Is it like Five Points? In downtown. No, it's, Santa, it's like um, it's like in San Pedro Market. They have all yeah. the. So it's yeah, it's more like that. Okay. Just it's it's own establishment, so okay. it's pretty decent sized. Have you guys been to Spread in Campbell? Yeah. So it's similar size, a little bit bigger though. So they have like more couches. Um, and then they just always have these like rotating uh, taps, um, but they have quite a few beers on tap. If I had to, if I remember correctly, it was like over fifteen beers on tap. 
Wow. Um, yeah, it was... My buddy and I went. He told me about it, and I was like, all right. Yeah, it's just on the other side of, like, the courthouse. So, we... It's very close to the courthouse. Okay. So... Cool. Nice. For Great. all our listeners who live in Silicon Valley, beautiful, sunny California, uh, please make a trip over to... What was the name of this place? Taplands. Taplands. Uh, our new sponsor. No, just uh, <laughs> I was thinking that would be a really cool idea. Obviously, we'd be able to do it there, but if we, like, stopped at all the local, like, brewery places... Oh, no, I dropped my bone. Um, <laughs> no, if we uh, went to all the local breweries around the area, mm-hmm. and then we could, t- like, not give reviews, but just talk about our experience. Because all the ones you named, I've never been to. Yeah, I've been talking about it forever. We'll have to do the little San Jose beer tour, because I'm wrong. The San Clara Valley Brewing is probably further than a mile, maybe three and a half, four miles. Speaking of our friends that live here, I'm, I'm waiting for all the um, correction the corrections I'm going to get. Um, but they're all in it's a right row. It's right next to Matrix Hotel. So, <laughs> and Casino. casino. Uh, no, they're, yeah, you can even walk between them. Like, I've done it where I've Ubered to one of them and then walked between them. It's not a super short walk, but it's doable, yeah. and they're fun. Um, Santa Clara Valley Brewing, I think, has the best beer. Second is Hermitage, and Strike is last for me. An atmosphere. There's, I think there's a little more to do at Strike. Santa Clara Valley Brewing has the least exciting atmosphere but was it you michael who went with me to that new little well i don't know how new it is but um little bar in moscatos it took over the old brewery place is it called loma i've been there but i don't think i went there with you i awkward yeah this is super awkward went with somebody else was it the other james with somebody else. No, now I remember. It was Elaine and her brother. Um, they had a right there above... Thanks, James. I'm yeah. there was another man there because that would have been really weird. No, no, no. Um... Oh, wait, I went with my girlfriend. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's we get right. confused all the yeah. time. Um, no, no, I went with my girlfriend and her brother and right above the entrance they have like, it's like a, probably a nine foot door. So it's a super tall door. Yeah. And right above that is a small ledge, and it has a little tiny uh, basketball hoop. You were telling me about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you throw a crumpled up dollar bill or five dollar bill or whatever, and if you make it in the hoop with the bartender looking, you get a free beer. And uh, both me and um, Alex... Got it. Do you have to act like a little kid? Like, bartender! Bar- bartender! I, I um, need it! Um, do Watch you have me! A, uh, do you have a set? What? Are Watch. you watching? Did you see that? Did you see that? <laughs> like a kid on the playground. Yeah, I just hey, about- hey, bartender! Watch! They're just like on their phone like, yep, I see you, sweetie. Yep, uh-huh. good yeah. job. Yes, I see you. Good one. God. <laughs> good parenting there. Well, I was surprised. Not that it had anything like a shtick to it of just like, okay, it was cool, but I finally went to Henry's High Life to get food. They I was a, so close to going there the other day. And they have a really cool bar. Like, it's a really good-sized bar, and I feel like that would be a cool spot to go, like, hang out. You know? They have barbecue there, there, right? Yeah, yeah so Henry's High Life is known for their, oh, their barbecue is, like, well, the crazy thing is if you go on, like, a weekend, like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, it's a couple-hour wait. It's crazy. Yeah. Because it's not a very big venue. At least I don't think you do outside. reservations. Either. No, you need to put your name down. They might. Yeah. Do, I don't think so. When we went there, we did it to go, so it was really quick. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. When we first um, moved to San Jose, they had a group on, but you could only use it for lunch. Oh, nice. But, but it was fine because it wasn't busy. We went on, like, a Tuesday for lunch yeah, or something, and it was Michael there. and Joe and I, and nice. it was a nice way to try it because, yeah, we didn't have a problem. With it was good? Yeah. I think That's if I'm not mistaken, it. too, it's like the oldest restaurant in San Jose. If it's, not the oldest building. Or... It's pretty damn old. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool, though. It's good yeah. barbecue, and they're cooking all the time. They they open, like, for lunch, and then they close, and then they open back up for dinner. So yeah. they have a period of time where they're closed. I think it's from, like, 2 to 5, and then they reopen for dinner. A lot of restaurants that... Life. At Henry's High Life, yeah. 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 A lot of restaurants that will do lunch will do that. Yeah. Like, they'll do a buffet for lunch, and then they'll close, and they'll open up for actual dinner. They're also just, like, always popular and always busy, so. Yeah. yeah. Barbecue places are like that. Once you get, like, a really good barbecue spot. Oh, yeah. I, People come on, all On my bucket all list is to go to Franklin's in Texas. What was the one you were telling me in L.A.? Like, pe- you and, and Elaine were, uh, Sanchez, were, were talking, like, crazy about, about I don't know about a 
barbecue place in L.A. Um, now, Franklin's is in Texas. They're world famous. They were actually oh, in the movie Chef. Do you oh, remember okay. in Chef where you went? Yeah. So that place, they cook a certain amount of food every day. Yeah. People line up starting at like wee hours in the morning, like four, five, six o'clock in the morning. Holy crap. And when they run out of food, they run out of food. Yeah. Like, it's just like how it goes. Yeah. I know someone that did yeah. it and they were in line for like four hours. Yeah. Like, like well, why is that worth it? You work up an appetite. That's why is that sure. worth it? Yeah, I don't I'm so hungry yeah. standing so you, in line. But also, yeah. you remember, no wonder you it's remember so yeah. that scene where they're cutting yeah. that brisket. They like slow cook their brisket for like two days or something. I, I don't remember you what it was. Do that at home. No, it it's... reminds me of House of Cards, that little hole in a wall place that he always goes oh, yeah, yeah. to for like barbecue. The first or second episode. Yeah. So yeah. that place, like that kind of like hole in the wall, really small. There's a place like that in North Carolina. Now it's bigger than that spot, um, and it's also like Henry Tyler Lever, very very busy. Um, it's called Twelve Bones, um, in Asheville, North Carolina. And it was the spot. My mom loves to remind me about this fact. Every time we go there, she has to remind me about this, that it was the place that President Obama would go when he would visit North Carolina. And he'd send, either he would go or he'd send a Secret Service agent to go. And they would buy like three to $400 worth of ribs for like his whole staff. <laughs> yeah. It was wow. just like, he always used to come in all the time. So the restaurant is plastered with his face everywhere. Just pictures of every time he came in. Nice. Um, and that food was nice. so good. I highly recommend it if you ever in Asheville, North Carolina. Twelve Bones. We are just full of recommendations. In uh, yeah. Weaverville, actually, it's in, it's in Weaverville, yeah. North Carolina, just outside of Asheville. Ooh, tell oh, us right. more. What's Asheville outside of that? Someone might know. Asheville is about two and a half hours south of Charlotte. Is Raleigh, North yeah. Carolina? Yes. So Raleigh <laughs> is, if I'm remembering correctly, and for those of you who are from North Carolina, don't kill me. We have a lot of listeners. That are That's our be, primary be fan base. Be careful what you say here, Jedigan. So, be to, careful. Uh, <laughs> yes. I'm going to look it up just to make sure I'm not wrong. And I think I know, I'm pretty sure Raleigh is west of Charlotte. And then it would be so north of Asheville. So is it 12 bones, the number, or 12 actually spelling it out? Uh, the number. So 12 and then bones. 12 the number, and bones. Yeah. Um, this sounds like a horror, we have Google. This sounds like a horror movie. 12, 12 bones. bones. Yeah. Um, Is it the sequel to Seven? Ooh. Or The <laughs> Lovely Bones? Uh, that was a great book. Movie? Eh. Really good book, I think though. it was Can you Peter name... Jackson's, like, one flaw. Can you name Peter a movie? Peter Jackson directed that? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I did not realize that. Yeah. Can okay. you name a movie that was better than the book? Sorry Ooh. for this hard No, no, no. Like, that yes. That's I... a good turn, but <laughs> I... <laughs> Go ahead. I was going to say, I can definitely say with confidence that A Clockwork Orange, the yep. movie, is better than the book. And the only reason why that is is because if you've ever read the book, they speak book. in a language that is made up. So it's kind of a mix of British English and slang. Huh. And the whole book is like that. So you're trying to follow, but you're literally using context clues to figure out what's going on. And in the movie, they just do a really good job of portraying that because you can see what's happening. Do you think maybe happening. somebody from the UK or London who knows that kind of slang will find it easier to read? Possibly. I mean, it could be a form of Cockney or yeah. something like that. I, I just, when I was reading it, I... I felt very confused and yeah. I don't know maybe I'm had to reread the same paragraph smart. over yeah. and over yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but but yeah. the but the movie while being very weird just like the book um, it just does a really good job I mean again that's Stanley Kubrick who yeah. is an amazing director so um, you know in, in my mind he just was able to take what the book like uh, how it was laid out but just in a way that anybody can understand yeah so here's another one Similar kind of idea of a book being better or a movie better being better than the book. Can you name a remake that was better than the original? Spider-Man: Homecoming. 
Didn't see it. There was not an original of that. Well, it's the concept no, no, of Spider-Man. So I would has say no, not in the argument no. of like Spider-Man. Oh, I Spider-Man hate when is... they fight about Spider-Man. No, no, but it's like it's <laughs> gonna gonna get rough. I'm talking it's about a movie that was done like actually done, and then the exact same movie was redone. So the example yeah, I talk about, yeah. the, the, well, the how example. many movies are actually of that? Like, so oh, a lot. The, so the example oh, I talk about is the remake oh. of the Thomas Crown Affair. Yes. I would say the remake with Pierce Brosnan is a better movie than the original one, or the Italian Job. Yep. I've seen the original so you're and the other that one. The remake was better than the original. No. Okay. No, the original <laughs> was bad, but the the new one was not as entertaining. Wait, as you're the not liking one. Mark Wahlberg. I like Michael Caine's death. I like Michael Caine more. Can I tell my Italian job Jed story? Hold on. Let me see if I can <laughs> Is remember it sexual? this. <laughs> yeah, because I think we all want to know. Someone gave him an Italian job. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say anybody. Backseat of a car. So I Jed, got my first Italian job. Jed had a female over. If you have to ask. Oh, wow. Oh, yes. Okay. No, so no, no. so okay. Jed had a job. special female friend over at the I house. I love this story. And they were in his room. And and I was packing for my honeymoon, of all things. Okay. So I'm packing like, for I Iceland. I this story. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So, so Joe and I, Joe's my husband, um... And we're all roommates, so we're across the hall from Jed and James. And so we're packing, and I'm kind of going up and down the stairs all around the house gathering stuff. And I just hear giggling, giggling, giggling. This girl, I'm like, God, Jed's not that funny. Like, this is, he must be, uh, he must be watching something. Like, what's going on in there? Or he's tickling her. Like, uh, something is causing this much laughter, right? She's watching a YouTube video. It's got to be somebody else causing this laughter. Yeah. Yeah. Someone else is in the room. This is the the soundtrack. The joke is. Oh, okay. I was like. I was the one giggling. Oh, So at one point, um, Jed and I both end up in the kitchen. He's getting water or snack or something. I was like, so, how's it going up there? You watching a comedy? He's like, uh, no, we're watching the Italian job. He's like, oh, last time I checked, it wasn't that funny. <laughs> like, I, there's something else going on up there. But I'm still interested because you've named two movies. What what other remakes or remasters are you guys thinking about? Because I I really can't. Well, think... so also, and I said movies that the remake was better than the original. And right, right, right. His example was that the original was better than exactly, the remake. Exactly. So it wasn't accurate. But I'll say in either or. Um, not that it would say better, but Westworld was a movie with Yul Brynner, and it's now a TV show. And I, I think it's a good movie. Back to the book movie thing and why I am generally more of a TV fan than a movie fan is yeah. because the characters are developed so they're what you get to know them better right. because you spend more time with them right. so you're reading the book you're in their head and you literally are spending hours reading versus a movie I mean they really have to condense it and I think that's why in general books are better are we but, are we getting into the point where we're about to talk about my favorite series Twilight no. How we get into... That is not ju- your favorite series. I'm just series. kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I got nervous. My heart started pounding. Like, yeah. Oh my God, I didn't know Michael was such a Twilight fan. The Fly was a 1958 remake yeah. with well, Jeff so, Goldblum. So that's the thing is I'm looking it up right now. No, it was not mo- the 1958 remake. No. Right? no, no, no. The 1958 but, 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 um, was a remake. Right, right, What's right. the Fly? You've never, never seen, seen The Fly? fly? Oh, man. Oh man, Jeff we need to Goldblum. See that. That's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> Jeff, I think Jeff just tried to. I, 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 he did a thriller. The like, word that came out of my mouth was intimidate. I meant to say impersonate a fly. Yeah. And well, it so, looked like he was dancing thriller. So I'm going through movies that I did not realize were remakes. Uh, um, True Grit. The Thing. That's another good one. Uh, so I... It's so funny you mentioned that. My grandfather was in the original True Grit. No way. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Really? He played Tom Chaney. Huh. So, that's so funny. Well, so that one, because of obviously my grandfather, the Jeff Bridges one was based mm-hmm. on the book. Yeah. The my one my grandfather one was not. Yeah. So they're totally different storylines. So if you watch the first one, or the, the current one, it's a totally different storyline than the original. I never saw the new one, but I just... I didn't see... I heard it was okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's so funny you mentioned that. Yeah. Oh, Ocean's Eleven. That's oh, definitely yep. one I'm seeing. Yep. And the, the new one is way better than the, the original. The first one's not bad. It's bad. 
Uh, Twelve Monkeys did not know that was a remake. I didn't know that was a remake either. Um, the Man Who Knew Too Much, I didn't know that was a remake. Their ter- the new one was terrible. Uh, uh Repo Man. Yeah, what, that's what is, with Sylvester Stallone and. No, no, you're thinking of Demolition Man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, Sylvester yeah, Stallone and Wesley no. Snipes. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Repo Demolition. Man is no Repo Man. Well, the new one was with Jude Law and Forrest Whitaker. The yeah, original oh, yeah. one was yeah. I don't even. It was know. in the nineties. Oh, do you guys know if the new is the new Blade Runner a sequel or is it, it is. a remake? It's a sequel. It's, it's a sequel. Okay. So yeah. and it Harrison actually has Ford's Harrison Ford. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I haven't seen the trailer, but. Shoot, what was it? Um, with Keith Irving, and he—it was a remake, and it was really bad, and it was sci-fi. Keith Irving. Keith Irving. Carl Irving. Carl Irving. Carl. Oh, uh, dirty Carl. wrong scoundrels. Carl. Dirty wrong, dirty wrong scoundrels. Oh, it was a it was a, a movie called Bedtime Stories from 1964, huh. uh, and they called it Dirty Rotten Scoundrels in '88. But um, Michael Caine and um, Judge Dredd? No, Judge Dredd was a remake, yeah. That was a remake. Both of them were. Did horrible. not know The Departed was a remake. Yeah, it was, yeah. It, was a, it wasn't a remake, it's not, it yeah. was. An adaptation? An adaptation. Because it was yeah. a Chinese film. It was almost scene for scene, I heard. I don't know about that. They called but... it inter- inter- Internal Affairs. Yeah, Internal Oh, yeah, affairs. the Hong Kong thriller. Yeah. Yeah. Police yeah. Cadet. Yeah. That was like. That was one of those movies. It, like. It that really is... hit on all cylinders. Like yeah. every aspect oh, of the storytelling great was so acting. good. Great acting, I... but it was such good storytelling. Like it yeah. was just like every scene played along, and there was multiple storylines going on. Yeah, and they combined so well. Yeah, I would argue that's one of my like I would put it in the top five of like favorite movies. Well, so I was then... gonna say that's one of my favorite movies. It's, I was gonna say so, so good. Yeah. So does that beg the question? Is that movie great, or is it a movie that it was? Interpreter, so like, but it could have also been the great. director. But no, that's the thing. Well, it, it was Scorsese. Yeah, is, exactly. So, but on. it is really easy to take a movie of a plot like that and completely destroy it. Right, but you said, well, I don't yeah. know. I mean, if none of us have obviously watched it, but you said scene for scene, it was close. Yeah. So then, really, you're just watching in English, or well, you know, different setting and different. That's characters. hard though. That is not easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also to make it instead of being like a good movie, right? It is a fantastic movie. We're talking about The Departed, mm. being like a movie that hits on all cylinders and it's just like. And it may not be scene for scene, but another thing that I've seen both iterations of was Twelve Angry Men. Yep. Oh, yeah. incredible great movie. movie. I great love movie. this movie. And the Black remake. and white, yeah, and the remake, which was also a which great also movie. had a, one of the actors yep. from the original, Jack Lemmon. Jack, Wait, Le- no, it was a remake. Yes, yeah. uh, what's his name? The uh, the older. When um, did the remake like come 89? out? Eighty nine? No, sorry, ninety eight. I think it was probably ninety eight. But anyways, they had a uh, Russian version of it. It was a lot longer a version of it, which was the original. No, I remember right? No, no, no. Uh, Twelve Angry Men was original, like. U.S. Yeah. version, yeah. and then they came out with a Russian version. It was called Twelve, mm-hmm. and uh, that version was a lot longer. It took place in slightly different kind of uh, area. It took place in a gym instead of a, a, um, a court, yeah, you know, room and stuff like that. Uh, but both of them were really good, but very different in the way that they approached it. Yeah, um, and that's one of those movies I could watch. Over and over and over again, because it's just brilliant the way that it's done. Yeah, and I love both of them for both you know, ways that they're directed. I just thought of one, and I actually liked the mo- so. Here's one where it was a book, then a movie, then a remake of a movie, which was The Great Gatsby. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. I never, which, saw, the I never one. saw that that movie. The newest one was <sighs> was bad. Yeah, horrible. Yeah, horrible. Did you get bad reviews? It was. Nice to look at. It was. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. It's a very visually stunning movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's (laughs) Leonardo DiCaprio. So you're like, oh man. 2013 already. Yeah. God. Yeah. That wow. Four years ago. Damn. Yeah. It's 2017, my friends. Yes. For those of us who are listening (laughs) in the future, in the future, all my uh, all my listeners in North Carolina, it's 2017. If you're listening to the archives, okay. But it got a 7.3 on uh, IMDb. What about Rotten Tomatoes? Out of 10, Rotten Tomatoes doesn't say. Metascore got 55. Yeah. I mean, 
And I think that that's accurate in that it wasn't good, but it wasn't bad. And the 7.3 is all from user ratings. So okay. we'll look so at Rotten 300,000, look at Rotten 400,000. Rotten Tomato scores. And I remember, like, the Academy Awards and stuff, like, they were nominated for costume design, right. makeup, I think even Breast Soundtrack, stuff. which was really horrible. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I wasn't a fan of the soundtrack. It was all Jay-Z, which I have nothing against Jay-Z, but... For a film score? Yeah. It was... I, I, I actually, personally, as much as I love the book, I loved the Robert Redford uh, adaptation of the movie, like, yeah. a lot. I would say that that was my favorite of all of the iterations. But back to your point about 12 Angry Men. Both of those were great for different reasons. What's also amazing about that movie is, if you think about it, it takes place in one scene. Like, it's one set. Yes, that's called limited storytelling. It's when you're only taking place in a very, very small environment. Maybe it takes Thank place you. in one room, or like Breakfast Club, it takes place in one, pretty much one cafeteria or... or Library, yeah. basically, He's for most of the it. listeners. Yes. No, that's good. I'm, I'm teaching I'm, you guys, now, too. I mean... Did I was... you see the Inside Amy Schumer take on 12 Angry Men? No. no. They're deliberating on whether she's pretty enough to be on the cover of a magazine. <laughs> and they're all arguing about how she's ugly. <laughs> and, you know, it's all... Because she's she very, she's very self-deprivating, yeah. right? Because, of yeah, course, yeah. she wrote it, right? Yeah, yeah. So they're all like, it's, it's, we all agree, like, she's not pretty enough to be on the cover. And then it's, I think it's Paul Giamatti who nice. is arguing. What? He's in it. I can't remember exactly. But anyway, it, it's worth a watch because oh, it's geez. it's a half hour, but the entire, they do it in black it's and white. It's a half hour? It's a half hour. So the Inside Amy Schumer show is like a oh kind of a God. sketch show. But this particular episode Luna. is only the one sketch. Wow. And it's all in black and white and it's all in one room. And they, they do it like the That's 12 amazing. Angry Men style. Awesome. So it's worth a watch. That's but cool. um, To go back to your, funny. just keep switching subjects back and forth, back and forth. The Great Gatsby got a 48 on Rotten Tomatoes. Could you Ooh. stay on the track, like, when we're there? Yeah, we're no. talking about Amy Schumer now. <laughs> I don't know if you... Uh, that's been, like, five minutes ago. So you guys want a, uh, a good listen. Amy Schumer, uh, for Vanity Fair, took over one of the producer's uh, Tinder accounts. She did yeah. get on the cover. I don't know if she got on the cover. <laughs> She's been on okay, no, she has movies. been on the cover. Yeah. So Speaking of Amy Schumer, just... uh, her movie that she was... I think Trainwreck? Yes. I thought it was really funny. I yeah. thought it was pretty funny. A lot of people didn't like it. I, I also, it. I think the most, funny. like, kind of mind-blowing revelation for that movie is John Cena's a really good actor. Oh, yeah. I mean, John Cena! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, he does WWE, you, so he yeah. does WWE, so he's acting there. Oh, but, like, screen acting. The, the ringtone will be available tomorrow on iTunes. <laughs> John Cena! <laughs> Well, Joe's played me. Both of them. The, oh. The, oh, yeah, on the back and forth. The, like, voice where he calls people. Do you know Does about he have a ringback tone? Where it's on a loop where someone's like, hello? Justina! And then, yeah, and she's like, stop calling me. And then it calls... Justina! And it's like this whole loop, and they just call this woman over and over and over. It's yeah. this whole dumb internet thing that oh, I Jesus. wish I didn't know about. But, but uh, yeah, that and. Uh, that's, where, that's the only reason I knew to say that. That and uh, Le- LeBron James' performance was also like. He's a pretty good actor, too. Is he, though? They set him up pretty well. He, he made it like. I, I will admit that I laughed I a, pretty a few minor times. Role. Yeah. yeah, but his, his whole stick was. I mean, John Cena's was better because he was this really big, buff guy. Who was terrible at throwing insults, but loved them. I don't even remember the movie that well. Yeah, that's um, true. Yeah. yeah. So it was, well, and it was interesting to see someone like the SNL guy whose name Bill escaped Hader. me. Yeah, as him as like a love interest is interesting. I liked him. I like. Well, he was yeah. also he also plays a pretty straight man. Yeah. Like he's the even keel while everyone else is kind of you know acting crazy. crazy. And, and he can do that, but he's also like so like notorious for crazy. You know, he's a little bit over the top. He, he's, but I think yeah. that's what it requires of like SNL. Like he's no Adam Sandler, where he's like crazy over the top. So seeing it, I agree. Seeing him in that kind of like mellow atmosphere was, it was nice, and he did yeah. it well. He played off really well. He was kind of like, okay, this chick's kind of crazy, but I like her. But it also plays with like, uh, you know, Jason, Justin, ba- is it Jason? Jason, Jason Bateman. Bateman. He yeah. always plays Justin the same. Bieber. Justin Bieber. He always plays. No, Jason Bateman always plays the same character. Yeah. You know, very straightforward, like. 
I'm very self-centered and egocentric, but I need to be the hero and save everything, you know? This is a great segue into our next sponsor, Ozark. Everyone watch it. <laughs> it is phenomenal. It, it is great. I do want to talk I about really the Jason important. Bateman movie, though. Have you guys seen the Jason Bateman movie where he enters a, like, kid's spelling bee? Uh, no. Dirty Words. I think it's called I, Dirty I don't know what it's called. I think it's called Dirty Not Words. Not... What I was expecting at all. Oh, Holy no. shit. I weren't. Do you have to watched... spell like fellatio or something? No. So, what it is is <laughs> through some loophole in like his admission. Oh, or it's something, called bad words. Bad words. Yeah. He ends up being eligible for the National Spelling Bee against kids. Against kids. <laughs> and all the parents are freaking out. He's a grown man. Yeah. And he just like fucks with these kids. Yeah. On like the, like, he just like on a mental level just messes with them. And it was one of those things of, like, not to this extreme, but I had a similar reaction to that movie that I did to when I saw Kick-Ass. Yeah. Of, like, I was not expecting that. Holy shit. Same idea with this movie of, like, oh, wow, okay. We're going here. We're going there. Wow, those are kids. And you're saying those things. (laughs) Yes. But, yes, Um, Kick-Ass. Yeah, the, uh, the plot description is, A spelling bee loser sets out to exact revenge by finding your loophole and attempting... And attempting to win as an adult. That is a terrible description of what it actually is. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much what it is. That's the storyline, but whew, story a lot of context. Yes. Yeah. Kick-Ass was a good movie, though. It was good. Did you see the second one? I, I did not. not. Did it have all the... Did it have... Same people, but I did not see it. I don't think my like brain could handle it. Like, one Kick-Ass movie is enough for a lifetime. Yeah, I think so, too. When he got hit by that car, I think I screamed, oh, fuck, in the movie theater. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those things of, like, that was not... The last thing I was expecting was for him to get hit by a car at full yeah. speed. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Was was it Nicholas Cage? No. Yeah, Nicholas yeah. Cage was in there. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Played the, he played the dad. The, the dad. Batman yeah. dad. Yeah, that like, guy. Wow. And Hit Girl and Kick Ass. And... What was the dad's name? The Batman guy? I can't remember. I don't, I don't even remember. Dang. I wish I did. So, but... speaking of movies, you saw a movie recently. This is a good segue into what we. Uh, what I wanted to primarily bring you in on. Yeah. Um, a movie that you consider to be. Your favorite movie of all time. Hands down. And you saw it recently. He saw it recently in theaters. Michael. Oh, yeah. Can, so, I, can I guess? Can I guess? Boy, let me, can, let I, me, can I guess? All right. All right. So should we preface it a little bit? Well, should I, mean, we, I want to guess. Me, should we tease it? I, should I we feel, tease it? I feel like obviously Just I'm going to get a lot of slack. And uh, it's slack or flack? Flack. Because slack. slack would be getting an like, easy time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Flack <laughs> is giving you a hard time. <laughs> I obviously have not got enough. Give slack. him a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> I have a guess. All right, go ahead, Jed. I think it's Dunkirk. It is not. Wow. Think Do you know what it is? Nerdier. Yeah. Oh, we both think nerdier. nerdier. Oh, yeah, I know what it is. Okay. <laughs> Please don't tell me it was the emoji movie. Oh, God. They got a 0% of Rotten Tomatoes. What are you nerdy? talking about? It, it was the emoji movie. Bullshit. Yeah, the emoji movie. <laughs> okay, are, are I'm not... waiting for the fidget spinner uh, sequel coming out. <laughs> are we talking about, like, mainstream movie theater it was out? Yes. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure you guys already had an argument about this earlier. It's, it's in theaters right now. Go ahead. Okay, you know what? Oh. I'm just going to oh, say, say it. I'm sorry. <laughs> say it. Say it. So I had recently saw Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, okay. And... <laughs> Oh, well, that's interesting. Yeah, I know. And um, I have so, a puzzled look on my face. Yeah, so, she really so leaned in. Jed is very worried for um, what, you know, what you're about to say. My my love life and or any other part of my life after this. No, mostly it's this. Well, I will say that as somebody that has read comic books pretty much all my life, I have always wanted a great comic book movie. I've always wanted a movie that demonstrated or showed like what I was reading in these comic books. Wait, just Iron Man didn't tickle your pickle or anything? It did not. And uh, as much as Iron Man is a great movie and Robert Downey Jr. is kind of the perfect casting for that, I just never liked him as a character. Okay. Uh, so, so Spider-Man has always been my favorite superhero because he was a nerdy kid that while having really awesome superpowers... He is still that same person uh, in his day-to-day life. And I thought that this movie particularly uh, did a very, very good job of 
making it seem like it does in the comic books. And the from from the casting to the writing to the action, it, it all just really kind of came together for me and was like, wow, this is this is something special. So the best movie you've ever seen is Spider Man Homecoming. And I, and I, and I, you know, you're looking at me crazy. And so it is one movie, when I think of my, my favorite movie or the best movie of all time, it's one that I know I could watch over and over and over again. And so, yeah, I would say so. I, I've wow. seen it twice now. I know that's not a lot, wow. but. Well, when you say there's a distinction between your favorite movie and the best movie you've Ooh, ever seen? Yeah. Because okay. I've seen movies, uh, I'm trying to think of the name of it, and I well, wasn't since she doesn't know the it. name of no, it, no, but the one Leonardo DiCaprio won, the Revenant. Was, the Revenant, that is the best movie I've ever seen. I don't want to watch it over and over. Right. It's not my favorite movie. So I would agree. It is yeah. the best right. made movie, in my opinion, yeah. that I've ever seen. And As I, like a cinematic yeah, and, experience, right. yeah. the way it was shot, the way it was acted, the story, how I felt watching it. Right. There were these beautiful. So I think like. That can be your favorite movie. Exactly. That doesn't mean you necessarily think it's the best movie that no, was ever and made. I, and right. I, very good distinction. And I think that, yeah. also the, yeah. the ability to watch it over and over again at any point in time and you never get sick of it, that yes. is a distinction of your favorite movie, right. which I would agree with Day. Now, it's amazing. While you were speaking, I kept thinking to myself, the second he finishes this, I'm going to have like a conniption and like yell at him. And I didn't. After you finished, my first thought <laughs> oh, geez. was, if Michael, who I know we've, we have discussed movies at length, yeah. if you're saying this, it makes me more think, I need to go see this movie more than anything else. Well, and, and I will say this, that, you know, it could be, again, my favorite movie, but again, I, I hold that character pretty close to my heart. So you think that. it's a really good representation of what... I can tell you by far it is the best Spider-Man movie ever made. So you're telling me right now Tobey Maguire didn't tickle your pickle? <laughs> no. You're using that, term, you're using James, that phrase a little bit. James Franco? Much, and I love it. Tickle your pickle? You know what? I will say that... <laughs> William Defoe? William Defoe as Green That was the Goblin, only redeeming part of yeah, the entire series. was really good. And uh, I actually did like Spider-Man 2 with uh, Dr. Octopus. Uh, the Tobey yeah. Maguire one. Yeah. I, th I thought that one was pretty good, but then okay. when they got into Venom, hold and, on, what was uh, uh, what was the Topher one in Grace? What was the one in between? So there was there was a uh, no, 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 Maguire. So, no, no, Tobey Maguire. And oh, they, uh, Adam Gar or no, Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Oh, yeah, that was what that was a too steaming pile of. Well, you know when they decide to have ten minutes of him skateboarding slash, you know parkouring I just I, I had to stop so my thing was my thing is true to form to the comic book I got really annoyed that every version of Spider-Man everybody became younger now yes Spider-Man's supposed to be a kid I get that but they had Marissa Tomei as Aunt May she's not that old she's isn't got... she the best looking Aunt May that you've yes, ever seen yes but like if you look at the Aunt May from Tobey Maguire's that woman's gotta be in like her early 80s late 70s early 80s Marissa Tomei is what, like late 50s, if at most? Yeah. Well, let's get into, uh, so now we're going to talk about what version or what universe this Spider-Man movie portrays. So isn't Spider-Man supposed to be like 15 or 16? He's in high school. No, it, high well, school. it depends on which Spider-Man you're talking about. Okay. Because if you're talking about the Spider-Man from the... Um, the normal universe, or the 616, as us nerds like to call it, then you have Peter Parker. And he is, is an Parker? adult. Who is Peter Parker? He is Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. spoilers! Yeah, hey. I know, I know. Sorry, sorry, guys. So he, he is an adult. At, at this point in time, he actually owns his own company. He is like a version of Tony Stark that you... That's a lot nerdier and a lot goofier. But there is the ultimate universe, Spider-Man, and he is actually much younger. And I think that Spider-Man Homecoming actually plays off of that version of Spider-Man, where you have a younger Aunt May and a younger Peter Parker, who is still in high school at the time. I gotta do a little plug. Uh, Marissa Tomei is 52. Uh, I apologize in advance. Um, if you were a listener, call me. Lovely. Yeah. Uh, I just want to interject here while I have a little 
uh, in, insertion point. Uh, Rotten said. Tomato. So proud yeah, of you. yeah. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a ninety-two from critics, ninety from uh, users for a superhero movie. Right. Yeah, that's, that's huge. That's so I mean, that's big. Dark Knight level. Yeah. yeah. Can you see what Wonder Woman is? Just so here's my question for you. And if you not really you don't have to answer if it's a 92% spoiler. Ninety-two percent with um, critics. So I know there's a Spider-Man world where wow, exactly he gets the same. bit by a spider and he like grows the web under his skin. There's also a world where he gets all the abilities but he can't actually spit a web and he makes a device to be able to make the web. Which one is this? So I can tell you not as a, a nerd. Not a spoiler. Not a spoiler. <laughs> the only time that he ever shot web from himself was the from device. the Tobey Maguire movies. The device has always been a part of the Spider-Man universe. So, oh, so the, he's always so, been an inventor, right. and he actually made that webbing. So, so the Tobey Maguire one is the only portrayal of Spider-Man where he actually has it built into his skin. I want to say that one, and maybe the '90s Spider-Man cartoon was the other one that used. But he also used web shooters. But so the majority kind of, of the around. comic, he made the actual web shooter yeah. himself. But he had all the other abilities. Yeah, Wait, he so made... what are the other abilities that are he, spider-like? He can, he can crawl, crawl up walls. He has spidey sense. Spidey sense. Oh, right. He's, yeah. a, he's really fit. Like, it was like, it's kind of like a remember, radar. You don't remember the portrayal where he goes to sleep as a wimpy nerd and wakes up <laughs> with a six-pack? Oh, uh, yeah. Is, also, is his... that what spiders have? Yeah. Did you, did you yeah. know that scene where he... Uh, is that why you're running away from him? scared? Slips... And she drops all those items on her tray in the cafeteria. Oh, you're talking about Kirsten Dunst? Yeah, Kirsten Dunst. That's yeah. what I mean. Uh, she trips. They had to take that scene 150 times or something like that. Because he wanted to do it all himself and catch all the items on the plastic tray. I actually, as soon as you started talking about that, I can picture that scene perfectly yeah, in my mind. Yeah, he did it perfectly. And he didn't want CGI. And they had to do it like 150 takes. Yeah. Wow. Nuts. Pretty good. Sure. Um, what to give you to give you guys an idea so of brave. how what a brave choice. Like <laughs> how dated the Tobey Maguire one is. So I through Facebook had watched the fight scene. The guy, two thousand two. Yeah. I know, but the guy who played the bully, if you watch the movie, he looks like he's thirty. Oh yeah, yeah. And he looks like I'm, a Captain America, right? And I'm trying to remember which car he was, but if you remember, he pulls up as his graduation present, and it was that ridiculous like. No, it wasn't a three-wheel Ford, but it had like the wheels that were like separated from the body yeah. of the car, and it had that triangular body that was, was like... Was it a PT Cruiser? It was like, no, it was like a low <laughs> PT or like Cruiser. like reverse PT Cruiser. So it was like, it was a triangular body. <laughs> it was like, like a, it was like a box car <laughs> yeah. with yeah. like wheels, and that was the car that she freaked out over. It was mm. like, oh... Was it a Prowler? It might have been. Could have been a Prowler. Prowler, yeah. <laughs> to put it in cool. perspective, uh, Wonder Woman and the Homecoming, the Spider-Man Homecoming, both have 92 and 90... For the tomato critics and audience, um, you know, uh, compared, uh, Dark Knight ninety four and ninety four for critics oh. and audience. Well, and here's the thing, and so I'm I'm gonna close. I'm gonna get a lot of flack. Said it right. No, this time. a lot of slack. Yeah, not a lot of slack, but a lot of flack for saying <laughs> this. But I, as much as I enjoyed the Dark Knight movies, I also didn't think they were good comic book movies. And I've said this before. I thought okay. they were great movies. And the thing about Batman, which everybody loves, is that he is... Yeah, there you go. Prim it was a Ford Prowler. Yeah. yeah. God, that thing was so relevant in the 90s. Okay, sorry. Go Continue. on, sorry. Well, it, it's just that his, his character has always been entrenched in reality. And and so that's what people kind of gravitate towards. And I think, in, in a way, Spider-Man has too. And in this movie, Spider-Man Homecoming, they do such a good job of putting him in the middle of New York. And you actually get to see places that if you've never been to New York, you kind of get a gist of not just your basic like Manhattan and skyscrapers and all that good stuff, but you actually are getting into kind of like Brooklyn and Harlem. They're actually in in a certain scene they're at the beginning of the movie they're visiting a bodega, which is a cornerstone for like New Yorkers, that's where they go. It's a liquor store that people just oh, go and bodega. hang out. Yeah, a bodega. And then... Well, you get your groceries each day, right? Exactly. Like, people in New York don't go to Costco yeah. for the month or whatever. They yeah. go to the local bodega and get right. what they need for the day and, and carry it to their apartment or ride I mean, the subway. So I, I like the, the idea of, like, you yeah. saying, like, there's just, like, it's like, real, like, real, you know, what... <laughs> 
New York is about. But I think in the same way, and I think also to the Dark Knight more. Now we'll see. Obviously, Spider Man is new, but the Dark Knight was, I think, the first true portrayal of what Batman would actually be like if it was real. Oh, like, I, I, I have agree with this hundred percent. And to do that, you have to have this like darker thing. Yeah. But I think it also allowed this new genre of like this kind of darker superhero. You look at Daredevil on Netflix. I don't think Daredevil would be the 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 style that it is if Dark Knight wasn't a thing. Yeah. You know, it's the idea of what does a blind lawyer look like who has been trained in like martial arts who happens to be Daredevil? Because before that, it was the Matt or Ben Affleck version of Daredevil, which was awful. Yeah. And then you get a guy, I'm blanking on the actor's name who played Kingpin. Who was Michael Duncan? Are you talking about the not not the dare, no the current one? Oh, he um, was on Law and Order. Uh, Vince uh, uh, Papali? No, no, uh, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, Vincent. um, and Vincent D'Onofrio was fantastic. Yeah, no, the only reason I remember answer. that name is because my brother's girlfriend is, thinks that Vincent D'Onofrio's performance in Men in Black is the best performance of our generation. Oh. We talked about this. Yeah, yes. the, the, the I don't know. About guy, we talked yeah. about it. Off we talked. Yeah, his off-line. his 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 best trick was. Might have been the best performance of that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was the best rebuttal. Because yeah. I thought she was crazy. She's a movie person, and I thought that was absolutely out of her mind. Well, it's funny how you have those memories linked to certain people or certain places. Yeah. So when I saw The Dark Knight, I can tell you that it was the summer of 2008 because I was studying abroad in Rome, Italy, and I saw it in a theater in Rome while oh, right. I was there. Oh, I remember you telling me that. Nice. And then... Um, Joe, my now husband, had emailed me. He saw The Dark Knight, and it was his favorite movie up until that point. We'll have to ask him what if it's still his favorite movie now, or if yeah. something else is is um, taken over. But he wrote me this whole email because we couldn't call or anything. I didn't have a cell phone. Um, there raving was no about Snapchat the Dark Knight. At the time. Yeah, no. Page you? <laughs> no, just email. Page your code. Uh, but that so he wrote me this whole email about how he loved it, and then. I asked my kind of friends I made while I was in Rome, like, hey, let's go see this movie. Like, it's here. And one thing I found really interesting is we saw it in English. Yep. So you could see it dubbed, right, which I'm sure was terrible, or you could see it in English. And every Italian I talked to prefers to watch how the movie was made, right, yeah. how it was intended yeah. to be seen, even if their English isn't very good because they were in it for the, like, American experience. Yeah. Like, I think you forget how big of a deal America is. And I mean that in a non-cocky way, but like once you go out of it, like you go to other countries, everyone is into America. I mean, like the yeah. American cinema, the American music, like everywhere I went in Rome, American music. I'm like, God, I want to hear some like rap from Milan or something, <laughs> like something different. Like even Italian, like classical music or something. But everywhere I went, it was just the same old top 40 crap yeah. that's on our radio. I, but I gotta say, that's how influential we are. Elaine also, my, my girlfriend's Greek and, uh, she says, yeah, the Greek movies they have over there is shit. Like, the TV they have over there is bad. Like, we only watch, you know, like, Friends and, like, you know, American TV and American movies and stuff like that. Like, the stuff that they come out with is not great. Well, there's this idea of, like, this... I don't know if it's, like, the idea of, like, a prosperous land, like, where you can do anything. Because there's this concept of, like, you know, America is the land of the free and you can do whatever. When I was in Costa Rica, we stayed in a tiny little town. Um... They did not, I mean, they had, you know, the, the necessary, you know, resources to be able to live. And they had a movie theater that we had dubbed kind of, you know, bootleg central. They had movies that were bootlegged on DVD that were still in the theaters in the U.S., I they mean, were was, showing them in the theaters? No, so they had them on DVD. And Did it was they like, have, like, oh, silhouettes no. of people, yeah, like, standing yes. up no, to so like, go was, to the bathroom so and it was stuff? Like, yeah, yeah, it was like, all the time. People, like, half, like, tilted a little bit. Yeah, VHS tape. Yeah, and so then, like, halfway through the movie, they readjusted. The, uh... The, or the people were laughing in the movie. Were like farts and candy. Yeah, but sounds. it was the obsession with American culture. Yeah, they would watch movies, and this family we stayed with spoke no English, not a word of English, and they would watch movies that had no Spanish subtitles, no Spanish dubbing whatsoever, and they loved it. I was sitting there feeling guilty. We watched Three Hundred when it was still in movie theaters. Oh, and I'm sitting here, and I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, Sparta. Right, and I kept feeling bad. I'm like. They have no idea what's going on, and they were so happy. Our 
one of our teachers was telling us, they're like, oh, yeah, well, because he had this. like an eight pack, right? They're like, we don't have that here. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was really. It was we really had an eight pack, but we so, drank it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was my joke for. So that's, that's also going to be available on iTunes <laughs> <Yeah>. tomorrow. <laughs> um, so he'll be here it all was night. Funny folks. when you said yeah. like that whole thing of like the movie theater, like it falling, um, the camera. So I remember my buddy paid a hundred dollars. For a VHS, James is, is gently blowing on his computer. Okay, um, you can continue your. My buddy paid a hundred dollars for a VHS of Star Wars Episode One that someone had recorded during one of the premieres, and I mean, you couldn't have gotten worse quality. To try. It was like a giant camcorder that this guy had brought in, like tucked under his like arm. Yeah, because what year are we talking about? Like, like, yeah, because that was like 98. No, so oh, 98. I was thinking of the original. No, I'm sorry. One. Yeah. And so he had like tucked under his arm. This thing probably, like the camcorder alone probably weighed like 15 pounds, like yeah. 10 pounds. And oh, don't mind like, me and my baby. Yeah, yeah no, exactly. <laughs> camera face. He paid 100 out. bucks for it on like the streets of New York and Jeez. had a viewing party at his house. It was, it was such, there was so much drama around it. And it's just like, you think about it, it's like the time that we used to record movies. Like, Oh, it still happens. I mean, my dad but, and my brother buy crappy bootleg. Right, like, but, now, from, but now bootlegs are guys who hacked into like Warner Brothers and just stole the original copy, you know? Well, oh. even thinking about concerts, people would record concerts of yeah. of music right on little tape recorders and that was a big deal if you were distributing cassette tapes yeah. of a live show yeah. like you could get arrested and stuff now you could record anything you want on anyone's phone in their pocket yeah. we were on periscope whether you're the videotaping night and there was recording. live streaming yeah. of concerts okay so i was gonna bring up periscope but i didn't know if that was a thing anymore but oh no periscope's still around yeah thanks to jing yang though there's no more dicks <laughs> not dick Silicon Valley reference. Not hot dog. Also a sponsor, uh, Silicon Valley. Check it out on HBO. You'll don't worry. You'll see our podcast. Just leave to look really hard. <laughs> we have no sponsors. It's just an ongoing joke. I oh, think we I, should I, get I a sponsor. <laughs> we need Sorry, to find guys, someone to sponsor I, us. I realize that if, the rig out here is not very if, sponsored. If, if my slow pitch softball team can get sponsored, slow pitch. We can get. This was years ago, but we can get a sponsor for our podcast. Do you have a faster pitch now? No. Medium, <laughs> medium slow. pitch, average no. pitch. Still slow. Oh, okay. Still slow. It's actually the. It's gonna cross home plate anytime now. Yeah. 